we were due at the airport, but taxi quarter past three, so. Oh, okay. Well, we'll get a wiggle on. See, that's my English partner coming out, making me use all the oh, catchphrases. Wiggle on. <laughs> no, they didn't. The tunnel flat was facial. Anyway, never mind. Right. So, one, thank you for finding time to chat. Absolutely, you're welcome. And I'm going to slide that right there so we can get you guys more than me so I can edit it much exactly. prettier. Exactly, you're right with these noises. Oh, it's fine. Oh, they're very powerful and impressive, aren't they? Um, but I'm just chatting with, I'm going to hopefully not slaughter your last name, Louise Breeley. Not bad. You see, my dad says Breeley, and I say Breeley. Go yeah, figure. Yeah. So you, you're with my dad, which is cool by me. I'm all right. And Janice Pugh. Cool. Yes. Yes. Hello, hello. Now I heard you talk, you're going to get, I'm sure you've had a lot of these questions already this week and I apologize because you can't, you got to be getting tired, but I want to start first with the shot of the dandelion at the beginning of the film. I've been trying to figure it out. Is it practical? Is it visual effects? What is it? Was it the 2001 trick where you put it on a I'll tell you glass? very simply, we shot the film in 26 days on a two million pound budget. It was completely fake with some thread attached to the camera. Okay, see, I thought that. <laughs> I thought <laughs> So you are right. I'm just looking because it looked a little too young. Yeah. Not visual effects. So I'm this like, little, what is it? What is it? It's just, it's it was just, brilliant. It's just kind of like, it's taking us into the fairy tale. Yeah. It just moves along and it, it, yeah. it a worked A little thread, right. which we, we, we spent time rubbing out. I like, I could have done that for you, Jenny. <laughs> I like, I would, have, I would have been happy to do that. I like the sort of tumbleweed feeling of it. Nice. <laughs> I don't think that was the deliberate bit, actually, because it's such a scraggy, right? So we it's, shot it at a yeah. time of year where you could not, there Couldn't were no dandelion heads anywhere. They made them, the production anywhere. design no. team made Didn't them. Didn't they get them from like Poland or something? No, they made them. No, I promise you, she told me that one of them. <laughs> no, 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 the real one. Yeah. The real one that we used in the washing line came from the Ukraine. Yes, right. Just before, yeah, just before the war broke out. Yeah, the Ukrainian but All the dandelion. others she made with dyed eyelashes and just basically made these incredible dandelions. That's amazing. See, I love that story already. I mean, um, for me, I'd have put a load in a shoebox the year before, but like, that's just me. <laughs> Come on. I wanted to know if you, uh, when you went sat down to write the film, did you write the songs? Did you write the story around the songs? Did you know what you were going to use first? Or yeah. I, the, 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 the way I work, uh, it's only because I've been doing this all week, I have... A lot of kind of my, my visual ideas are already up. I have scenes, I know the characters, I have their backstories. And then for me, it's really finding, and it's a very hard process, the right music that tells their story and their kind of emotional state in, in their present lives. So it's right there from the beginning. Janice, do you listen to a lot of, do, I've never asked you this, but do you listen to a lot to find the one? Or, or is it a mixture of that and Sometimes then one just being absolutely one, indelible? One, it's normally, my routine is I put, I have a long vinyl and I put some vinyls on and I can just walk away and I can just hear some Thing and it'll go bang. That's the one. I love that. That's it. Vinyl's the way to go. And then we had that beautiful, I mean, what a beautiful job they did with the Janice Ian sort of threading that through. Mm -hmm. That was the Leslie Dunn, the love story. Yeah, oh, which sorry, yeah. Which sorry, is one of Janice's. my favorite songs of all time. Oh. You know, and I think there's, there's just if there's a there's if there's a love theme, that's that's it really. It's a gorgeous song, and yeah. that honestly was the one song that I didn't know in the film. Really? So I put my Spotify to work as soon as I went out of the theater. Yeah. Like, Save the playlist. It is beautiful. Your performance during "I Am I Said." 
practically killed everybody in my audience. And I was telling Florence that we were a pressing industry screen. Oh, were you? And we were hard gobsmacked. You were. I mean, how, how did you get into the mindset to do that? I mean, it was brilliant. Can I say something? You may. I'm just going to say something. <laughs> and this is it. There's nothing in that film that goes over three takes. We didn't have the time oh, for it. Two for that she one. had two for that one. Ooh. We ran out of the light. We were losing the light. In fact, there's a bit that we shot we couldn't use. It was a bit dark. It went darker. So, yeah. so we lost the end. So, honestly, it's a really dull explanation. But I worked really hard before we shot because it was always going to be kick, bollock, scramble, as we say in England. Yeah. And um, I, you know, sometimes I successfully managed to create a sort of Helen space for myself. Sometimes it was too hard, but that was that's just showbiz. And on that occasion, I think it helped that I was alone in the car. And it also helped that I worked so hard. I, I learned the songs and then I unlearned them in the way that I needed to do. So I never had to think about where I was in the song or what note it was. That was all out of the window. So I could just be very present with what I was feeling and she was feeling <laughs> and I have to say that there's something about when I when I Louise touch the heart of that song I find it incredibly moving mm-hmm. you know and I didn't know it ridiculously ridiculously <laughs> but when I you know when I first heard it I just thought what a great choice as a sort of anthem for somebody anybody all of us who are who just feel like like well like Helen feels like like it's not like something's just gone wrong and I'm not I'm not being seen I'm not anything I'm not alive I can't move I can't love any it's just I'm stuck and I and so really for me a magic thing happened I think for me because me and the song just went and it, it they just we just connected and it, it really allowed me to just get out of all of get out of the way mm. and just let I felt like I was sort of I found something through thank you to Neil Diamond's <laughs> song and Janice's character something just happened and I was able to just go this is who she is and I think for me it's such an important scene for so many reasons because it's it's where we we go with her on that little car journey and we arrive where she is happiest in this place this sort of place that ought to be the opposite of that it's the mm-hmm. factory it's her, but it's her friends and there's that sort of joyful ending to the song and a little sort of wry smile and off we go you know so there is that facet to it but it's also for me just um, I don't know it, it for me it's the essence of what Janice does with the songs in the film and it's the first number and it's it's just what we all feel now and again when we when music allows us to it just takes all of our layers off and let and just I remember going to see a musical it was so absolute this thing it was like a sort of medley show mm-hmm. of um, of big numbers and then somebody came on doing doing Gladys Knight and I was there sat, a friend of mine was playing Diana wasn't it and I was there, she came in she sang a song and I was roaring with tears yeah, it was like it just went 
just you know, fists yeah. straight into my chest cavity, and that's what music yeah. can do. Oh and that's God, it's, yeah. a, it's a personal and private connection to yeah. music, and that's how it is, and that's how it's used in the film. Oh my God, yeah. I mean, you could tell from that scene mm-hmm. in the theater where we were playing, everybody like, those of us who were old enough to hear the song were like, this is great. This is, oh, I love this. And, we're all kind of not singing along, but we're all kind of singing them in our heads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you see all the changes come across yeah. your face, and, and it's brave and it's bold, and it you know it's kind of to keep the camera on her. And, yeah. You know, I remember having a discussion with my DP, and they were like, "What? What? What? We just keep keep the camera on her because because what you see is her heart, and mm-hmm. it's just it's beautiful. Right there. Beautiful. It was it's a gorgeous scene, and at that moment, I knew like. I'm going to love this film. Oh, <laughs> this is great, isn't it? You can come again right? to him. We love you. Be, I told you it was going to be goofy and informal. We love you. Um, <laughs> it seems you tried to make a conscious conscious choice to make sure it wasn't just a feel-good rom-com. You wanted to balance it with like real world issues, um, the ideas of community, hurt, the horror of not being accepted for who you are. How do you find that balance as a storyteller, as a director, and as an actor? Well, it was really important for me, for me to, 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 to kind of tell a story about two women who had very kind of brutal and abusive backgrounds and, and kind of, you know, highlight that, but who find this, this beauty together in their present lives. And the balance really comes from, you know, it's, it's not throwing it out there in your face. Mm-hmm. It's an undercurrent and it moves throughout the film and you, you should be moving with it, but it shouldn't be in your face. No. Uh, I think like most of us who have stories and backstories. I thought that was you. It's <laughs> not you. No, it's you. It's just me. I was like, I'm like, <laughs> very into it. It's, 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 it's always with us. You know, we may not speak about it, but it sits very much within us. And I think we found the balance beautifully. That's down to, you know, the actors, mm-hmm. you know, the editing, everything else. And it works, and it works beautifully. And, and, the, and the metaphor of borders and fences oh. and politics, it's yeah. all there. But it's never, sh- it's never thrown in your face. It, again, it's that little... You get the lovely Brexit current. comment, which I love, which the hairdresser yeah. says. I've got to be careful of Brexit. <laughs> you know, it's the only sort of dash of that. But, I mean, for me... First and foremost, it's in the script, you know. So that's where my first sort of like thank you would go because it's written. And in terms of like how I would respond to it, I just think I can't stand it when I go and see something on stage or I see something on screen and it, there is a relentlessness to the misery. Like I, I know life is excuse me, it's very hard for people, but I think our natural Broadly speaking, obviously I'm speaking for a place of massive privilege here, but like broadly speaking, human beings find laughter, they find joy, they find love, they find connection, and that can be in in extremists. Mm-hmm. You know, in war, people are having sex like all the time. Apparently, I don't know, I haven't been in a war, but apparently those things come together. It's sex and death, right? So these these, and it makes it more human. Mm-hmm. That we always spoke about the beauty and brutality of life, and I think that's what we get in Chuck Chuck. Sure. Yeah, so you get that sort of miserable little kitchen. God alive! I watch it and I'm like, oh, that's not oh, a great place to be. I got and so then, mad yeah, that. and yeah. then you and then you get the sort of the joy of them in the trolley, and the sort of release that you get from Northern yeah. Lights, and the sort of you can't help but smile, you know. So, the, and that's that feels to me like what it's like to 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 live. It's it, it, I'm quite an extreme little creature. I. I, I feel very happy. I feel very sad. I'm, and it feels to me that that's all. That that's what being alive is. You know, in essence, just probably slightly less 
love it. Jaggedy for some people. <laughs> <laughs> More people. Some people live on a little sort of wave. I live and on some- a. <laughs> High seas, high seas. It can be totally great. It's true, isn't it, Janice? Yes. <laughs> she says, shut up, we're going to get a plane. <laughs> that's right, that's right. Guy asked um, uh, Can I ask what movies or art influence and inform your art? Me, easy. Anything visual from uh, Bill Viola to, you know, Jimmy Waring, uh, Agnes Varda, uh, my favourite filmmaker of all time, Jacques Demi. Mm. Um, so there's lots of things that you know I'm I'm very connected to. But to be honest with you, I can also find the best art in going home to Flint, sitting in a pub where it's a pound a pint, and hearing. You know, I always say to people, you know, it's a place that shapes wherever we grow up. It shapes our humour. It's the landscape of our our being. But I was I was home the other week, and a guy came towards me, and I had these people with me from London, posh people, and. Um, <laughs> He walked over and he went, fucking hell, I haven't seen you in years. He said, have you seen Dying? I said, no, I haven't seen him. He said, he's behind me rocking like a fucking MFI wardrobe. If you don't get that, MFI wardrobes were the cheapest things you could put, and they were all broke down. So basically, it was this word for saying he's pissed and he's behind me somewhere. You know that thing? Pure that poetry. Oh, Absolute, <laughs> Absolute pure poetry. Yeah, and, he, and you've bottled that, Janice, and I think that's right. In, ter- in terms of, like... Me, I, I do listen. When I'm working, I, I, I had a, I had created my own little soundtrack for when I needed to try and find some quietness in my own head because I'm very spongy. I pick up on everyone's mm. energies, and obviously it was an intense shoot, as you know, because we had a lot to do in a little time. It's ambitious, and we just didn't have enough time really. So I needed to try and make a little space for myself. So I would use music for that, but also I. Um, yeah, I, I'm quite image-led as well, so I had a little book where I'd just stick things in that reminded me of her and her world, and Janice created these beautiful mood boards for us. You know, it was the full thing. We didn't just rock up and say the words, and, you know, I have done that mm-hmm. like, when it's been appropriate, but for this it felt we were also doing it for so long because it was a pre-COVID project, and then it sort of rolled on and on before we got to make it. So it felt... I mean, well, I came to Flint with, with um, Janice really early on and went to the pub and I recording them for um, Accent and listening. But in fact, I must send you them because it, it's just priceless. It's just absolutely... It's amazing. They're just hilarious, screeching and beautiful. They live and they know how to live because... They'll, they they because they probably know how to die. Mm-hmm. You know, do you know what I mean? It's kind of you know, it's it's again going back to that thing. They know what life is. They know what the, they're they're, oh they're realists. Yeah. You know, and it's uh, I think for for any art form, it's kind of like it, I think for Chuck Chuck specifically, if you that 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 whole film was about the heart, and I think that's what you really get from it. And I think for anybody who loves art, then it's there, sits here. It's so much fun. All right, I've got one left because we've got to get guys. I know. Look at Apple. Happily, we're seeing a lot more female directors, more empowered female characters, and a greater diver- greater diversity in the stories that we actually get to see and share. So, what's next for you guys? Janice, you can. See. I, I am. I mean, I have to say, there's a lot of stuff coming in. I'm. I. You know what it's like. I know what it's like. But it's very good. It's you know. I've been around a long time. I've got scripts. 
things are ready to go and things are very, very good. But I will say one thing about Chuck Chuck Baby and I think the battle of it and we got through it and I think that's down to all of us sticking to being brave is that it was a very hard film to finance because of the age of the characters. You know? Oh yeah, they wanted yeah, young ones, which they is wanted 20-year-olds, and we battled and battled, and we got through it. And I'm just saying, there's plenty of stuff coming in. I can't wait for the next one. Um, and I think, you know, more Honestly, of it, more of it. I found it. So, I mean, I'm getting up there. I found it really refreshing to see characters who weren't exactly. 20-something. Exactly. That they're people that yeah, well, have Yeah, this is my and, soapbox, so it's yeah. really how long have we got, and at this point we've got about five minutes, so I'll just rant for five minutes about how, like, we're just being told constantly that things are changing for women, older women in acting, and, you know, it is, it's changed for a number of um, named telly actresses who are all mm-hmm. brilliant, but we see them a lot and we don't see everyone else and there are tons of others and you know i've got i've got a horse in this race now you know I, uh you know for a long time i was kind of dreading that moment going well that's it you know if i, if I don't sort of make a certain mm. in my head it was right. like if i don't achieve yeah. a certain level by then then, then i'm out yeah which happens constantly yeah. but it, so yeah so it's about me as but it's oh, also yeah. for my sisters and it's like i just i am i just want to see genuinely see all those actresses I've seen in their younger days uh, allowed to keep working and all those beautiful act- actresses who mm-hmm. are older um, brought back into you know let's hear their stories just because we don't want to have sex with them anymore can we please still you know tell their stories and, and value and their work thing coming out. and I also do like in more direct answer to your question I'm a24 VAL, which is Jesse Armstrong and Sam Bain's mm-hmm. comedy company, and BBC, directed by Simon Bird, who's in the Inbetweens, which is a big thing in the UK. Um, written and starring wonderful young comic called Kat Sadler, who's basically going to be the next Lena Dunham slash Michaela Cole slash nice. Phoebe Waller-Bridge. She's amazing. I am playing an absolutely horrible, dreadful... <laughs> she's fantastic she's a terrible terrible human <laughs> and a useless mother who's basically driven both of her children to serious mental health problems it, it also stars Kat's real life sister Lizzie Davidson who's amazing and that's coming out I think before the end of the year on BBC in the UK and we're really excited about it it's great yeah. so it's really nice for me to have a counterpoint to Helen who's like so you know there's such a purity to her um, and I'm able to show my real self in the evil comedy <laughs> See, I just oh, love hearing God. both of you talk about, you know, which is a ridiculous phrase, but older women being able to do things. Because as we were talking, like, my partner came up through, uh, she's a musical theater actor. Yeah. So at a certain age, yeah, they're like, you're you, you can't play latest. the ingenue anymore. And oh, it's terrible. Which, and I have to say, it's one of the reasons that I wanted to do the project was that Janice was at the time a mere sprightly 48 or something, weren't you? Gosh, I, yeah. No. Yeah. I was 40. <laughs> you know, and I was just like, this is so refreshing. But we pay a lot of lip service to that in this business. Yes. We pay yeah. a lot of yeah. lip service to it and we're still hearing that lip service. And I'm like, that's great. That's lovely. Right. But can you treat us in the same way that you might treat her if she was 22 yeah. and go celebrate this amazing talent? Thank we you. Go. Right. We've got to go to another hotel to get our bags. And that is... I'm 